As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, where I'm perfect and I'm going to teach you how. I'm here with freelance sidekick Keith Habersberger. Hey. We got him, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Finally, we've never worked together. Only a couple episodes after my wife. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I did have Becky on first. It was just sort of tease. It was I to get, get the Habersberger mm-hmm. tease in yeah. there. Yeah. And now you're here and I couldn't be more jazzed, Keith. I'm excited. I This studio is so nice. Thank you so much. Because everyone must say that. They do say <laughs> yeah, Everyone Obama said it's it. It's obviously nice. Hey, all the big guests I'm, I'm in just heaven. saying stuff your audience has already heard and they're already bored of me. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, another another guy loving this set. (laughs) Here we go. Here's this guy. Yeah, the studio is really nice. It's because it used to belong to a drummer who owned this house. And then my friend Kendall bought this house. And then I rented this studio from her. And so the walls already had this cool wood on it. It's cool. It's really cool. Did the drummer only have drums in here? I don't know. I think that maybe had other stuff too, like a lot of instruments, but there were like mm. sound panels. Like it was built to have audio yeah, in it. It's it's a great little sound studio. Yeah, I Makes know. Makes sense. It's like my little creative workshop. It's sort I'm, of a tree house of sorts. I'm working on making my guest house feel more like a creative workplace. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I ordered yeah. some standing desks but they're the kind that also allow you to sit my favorite thing about my standing desk is that i barely ever use the standing Mm. part (laughs) and i spent so much money on it yeah (laughs) i'm hoping i sometimes stand it's because i have all those synthesizers right yeah and there's nowhere to put them because every time i want to play one i have to clear off a section of desk plug it route it through and play it and it's just like it's too so cumbersome i inevitably won't do it so i need Mm -hmm. to i want to get them in a place where they're always sitting always cabled to whatever oh, speaker system absolutely so i can actually play them but i also heard recently that like back pain isn't actually that linked to posture but it was from kelsey mm. dara and i don't actually think that you can trust that she's <laughs> she's not a doctor no so especially she, not yeah. a spine doctor she's certainly not a spine doctor yeah yeah but i do like my creative little space in here it feels mm-hmm. cozy it feels nice did okay i was purchasing my standing desks yep. and it it was one of the ones that's like oh it comes with like a few gifts and then it's like do mm-hmm. you want to buy these other things too yeah and all the way at the very bottom after you like for this four to six hundred dollar desk yeah. it was like would you like to buy an eight hundred dollar flat treadmill for under the desk oh, so you're walking yeah i've heard of these yeah they're like not a full tra- it's just a pad like it's yeah, a low to the you ground walk. and you walk on it i've and- seen them on the internet yeah um i've only seen like smaller ladies using them mm-hmm. i can't imagine that my gait 
would allow me to stand on. No, one. you and I can't have that. I've, I would like get hurt. That's because not I for thought, big boys. Like, that's kind of a fun idea. Yeah. Now I already have a treadmill. But what if I bought another? <laughs> what if I bought another <laughs> so little that treadmill? I could walk while I play my synthesizers? Yeah, I find that I can only do so many things. Like yeah. it's hard to edit and walk at the same time. I wouldn't try to. Edit. That doesn't. But seem- I think I would like like grooving and. Well, I think it's really slow. Like I've seen cool vlogs from mm. like coders that are like, this is how I hit 20,000 steps a day. Right, and it's sense. like, wow, that's kind of a lot of steps, but they're just always walking. I think that would be good. I guess I could think, I was thinking this morning, I was actually thinking this, like, <laughs> could I walk a marathon? How many steps could that possibly be? I'm going to say, yeah, 100% yes. In, right in a bat. day though, because it's 26 and a half miles, right? Something like that. 26 miles. We probably walk like what? A mile a minute? mile a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you probably walk like a mile in 20 minutes? When I do my treadmill, I try to do like at least at the slowest a 15 minute mile because I'm often doing like an eight incline or something. High yeah. Incline. So if let's say I could just on a flat road do a 18 minute mile. Uh-huh. What eighteen times twenty six? So you're doing a, you're running about three plus a little bit of extra. So yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna be a full ass day. Yeah, at least I thought. What it sounds like it's ten hours or you so. You can run just a little bit. Yeah, I'll, every <laughs> so often run. I'll like pick you up kick, the pace, kick it up a little bit. And I'm gonna get to, every time I do that, I'm getting gas. Yeah, it doesn't seem worth it to be honest. But I'm wondering if if I even could. If you could, I think if you pushed yourself, you could definitely do it. But I don't know if you should want to. Becky saw it was only like a five-hour <laughs> walk from our house to Pasadena. And I was yeah. like, that's faster than I would think. A five-hour walk is interesting <laughs> to me. I was like, what's the route? Like, I, yeah, it'd be a horrible walk. You'd yeah. be walking on the highway. Probably. I assume you have to walk on the freeway, and I don't want to do that. That does not sound nice. Mm-mm. No, walking in LA is like fun for tiny little short distances, and then you're like, I'm on the highway, and I <laughs> this is not that fun. I uh, was just thinking today, too. Real thoughts from this morning. Real thoughts from Keith. Hashtag. Damn, I'm happy that it's warm in the winter here. <laughs> oh! I actually am too. I think that uh, I, 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 I desire for autumn. I desire for leaves to be changed, but I like that it's like just brisk enough to wear a little coat, but it doesn't have to be cold enough that I'm like fucking iced yeah, out. Like I have a hoodie in my car for yeah. after this when it will yeah. be just cold enough to wear a hoodie. But right now it's like 71 degrees. No, that is. Nice. And it's almost December. And I love it. <laughs> Having just been in Detroit, and the oh, rest of the, fuck, the yeah. world where it was nine degrees on one of the oh. days we were out, I was like, this is bad. Yeah. This is sad. This I'm, is why you're sad. I remember a friend of mine living in Boston. He turned a corner and a cold breeze hit him so hard that he threw up. <laughs> was, Not, he had no other pre-existing conditions no. that day? <laughs> he, uh, who knows? Maybe he was on over he something. He eaten something bad. No, he's just, just like... Like you like took a deep breath and it just and he threw I've up. I've never said. gagged on temperature <laughs> before. So cold he threw up. <laughs> this is the story he said. That's yeah, funny. Um, Keith, well, thanks for coming on Perfect Person. Obviously, the audience knows you. They love mm-hmm. you. You're Mr. Try Guy, Mr. Yeah. Lou Burger, mm-hmm. Mr. Keith eats with a big spoon. I eat bun yum yum. I'm glad you brought yum yum back. Yeah. People and then I it. immediately stopped doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it like three times. I was like, okay, that was good. The yum yum 
only lives when yeah. there's just enough food left over that there's not enough to save yeah. and there's too much to feel good about throwing <laughs> away. So I just put it inside of me. Yeah. And if good. there's enough leftovers for another portion the next day, I won't do it. I really like the one that Becky was behind you shaking your head in. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. It did better too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> good performance. Disapproving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, Keith, uh, obviously the phone's ringing off the hook here. I bet. We got to get to these people. But um, first of all, what qualifies you as a perfect person to answer these people's problems? and solve their lives today. I have been to 49 states of this country. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I've met a lot of different people. At least 20. I've heard a lot of different problems. I've yeah. seen a lot of different houses. Mm-hmm. I know what people are coming from. Yeah. You know, you know I've, the, yeah. I've caught a fish in Seattle. Whoa. I've uh, seen a sailboat in Maine. <laughs> He's going to sing. These are both, uh, these like are both the, true. The, the, I, <laughs> and I've, oh, I've eaten barbecue in Texas and I've um, been driven off the road in North Dakota. Driven off the road? Yeah, you know how, I don't know if you know this, but when it snows a lot in yeah. North Dakota, which is a very poorly state, it's a poorly funded state. Yeah. They only pave one lane of the freeway or the highway. Oh, okay, got it. And when a semi wants to get its fucking gear and motion, it'll take that non-snowed lane and it'll kick up all that snow because it's eight degrees. Oh. So it's dry snow and you can't see. It's called a whiteout. Well, that happened once and we couldn't see. And then suddenly we saw a pair of taillights in front of us of another car. So we chose to swerve to the right and not hit them. And we plowed right into a snow bank. It was about the best thing we could have plowed into because the car had no damage and yeah, we were fine. Totally fine. We were only going 30 miles an hour, right. but that's enough that's to crazy. die. Wow. And I was not wearing a seatbelt because I <laughs> was asleep <gasps> and we had like a big van and we had like taken one of the seats out so we could make like a bed and each of us sort of rotated through the bed seat, right. but the bed seat had no seatbelt. Yeah. Because it was a bad. So your near-death experience Mm -hmm. sort of crafted the man that you are today. It was scary. That is really scary. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's why I can answer anybody's questions. Well, you heard it here first, everybody. Uh, We're going to be taking to the voicemails. Uh, As always, if you like the show, then the best thing you can do is to subscribe and rate us on the podcast stores. And if you love the show, you can hit us up on Patreon where there's a premium episode and also exclusive show called Perfect Person Platinum where it's wild and sexy, baby. You can also just Venmo some money straight to Miles Monsignor at Ven- that Miles Bond. <laughs> send me that Venmo. Actually, don't because I believe that tax wise it's sort of complicated. I don't know. As long as you write reimbursement, yeah, it's all reimbursement for yeah, my time. That's pro tip for everybody. Every time you <laughs> write reimbursement, as, and when you Venmo anyone, just write in the memo reimbursement. Oh, I like that because it's like, oh yeah, they gave me cash. And I just reimburse them. Yeah, that's good. Fuck you, feds. Fuck you, IRS. Can't catch me. You hear me? This playing in court. Stop as I'm caring about the $200 someone sends someone else. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it, guys. Um, all right. The best way to call in is to follow the Instagram at PerfectPersonPod to get details on when we're taking calls. Keith, this is a voicemail from someone who's a little bit into bad boys. Uh-oh. And we, I know that you're sort of one of the baddest boys I know. I'm pretty bad. He's bad. <laughs> Hi, Miles. Uh, my question is just, I want to know how to change my type in men. I'm just, like, only attracted to extremely toxic guys that I, like, can't have or shouldn't have. And, yeah, honestly, just, like, the worse they are as a human being, the more I'm interested. And I would love for that to change. So, please help me. Thanks. Bye. So, we're going to give this person a call in a second, Keith. But what's your first instinct here? I don't know. <laughs> 
Like, <laughs> they know this about them. Yeah, but they just can't get enough of that wacky, bad attitude. They, normally, you like, the first step is pointing out to someone to help them realize it, but they've realized yeah, it. They're living the nightmare. They what know. do you think they want out of a relationship? I think that they probably want something a little naughty. They yeah. like that it's wrong. So is there a guy type who's bad mm-hmm. enough but, but not too bad? Like bad's like bad to the bone but not bad to their yeah. friends. Like they used to be in sort of a biker gang but right. now they donate to charity. Right. Or even like <laughs> during the day they are a tattoo artist but at night they volunteer at a puppy shelter. Ooh, yeah, the nighttime vol- <laughs> the third shift puppy volunteer. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't how, how are we gonna help her? Oh, Keith, you're, 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 you're gonna, just, I, I immediately you're gonna feel like see, I can't help her. Keith, get it. Buckle in, <laughs> okay. baby. Buckle in, because we're about to help this caller. They know you're calling them. Yeah, they're ready for this. They're ready for this, Keith. <laughs> Hello. Hello, you called perfect person because you love bad boys, and we're gonna tell you how to fix it. Where are you calling from? Also, I'm here with Keith Habersberger. And we called you. Yep. Hello, I'm calling from uh, Vancouver, Canada. Oh, Canada. Well, there's your first uh, <laughs> fact. There's your first fact. He was going to say there's your first problem, well, but he held, he held himself. I have been to Vancouver. Yeah. It's very cold and wet. Mm, so I have never been to Vancouver. What did you think about the men here? What did I think about the men there? Yeah. They looked like yeah. men in Seattle. And by that, I mean, mm. they have this kind of punky. Um, they are wet because it's often raining and they <laughs> soaking and they're sopping. There wet. is something about their style that so- feels like it's from the 90s still. Yeah, yeah. You nailed it on the head. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> and what's your name? Uh, my name is Taylor. So Taylor, Taylor. tell us about, um, not about your ideal man, but tell us about somebody you've dated recently that was sort of a bad boy, sort of a toxic uh, personality. And then tell us what you loved about him. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to start off, he was a, he was a DJ. Yeah, uh, that's classic. Yeah, not a great start. Um, <laughs> really into drugs, partying. Yeah, that's, I, I honestly don't know if I can name a good quality. Gotcha. And sort of what? Well, he was the life of the party. The life of the party. The DJ oh, of the party. Yeah. yeah. There you go. So are you sort of in the DJ booth doing a little dance move as this guy's shredding on the eight track? Absolutely. A hundred percent. I met him at a music festival in Vancouver, actually. Mm, okay. um, he was in a Speedo. <laughs> Just that. Okay. Uh-huh. It was kind of that we were like mutual friends and everyone like like you just you can't meet each other like this isn't going to go well we know exactly what's going to happen Got it. and as soon as we met, really he made it way too intriguing by saying that and yeah it all kind of began began there yeah i've definitely dated the person where you're like your friends are kind of just like oh you should do not date them do not they do it'd mm. be too crazy if you guys dated and you're just like okay yeah, if they wouldn't have said that, but they made it a challenge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, maybe I can change this person from the DJ that they are to the, <laughs> to the DJ in their I heart. Mean, to be honest, I'm a huge red flag too. So it was just like two people that were, it was going to be so toxic. And it was. did you say you're a huge red flag too? 
Absolutely. Why are you a red flag? Yeah, tell us why. Um, I'm also like the life of the party, like terrified of commitment. Uh, kind of okay. Person. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend me to a friend. Interesting. You're the life of the party and you're terrified of commitment. Well, tell us about how you're the life of the party first, and then we'll get into the commitment part, baby, because obviously I'm not a therapist because I'm better than a therapist. And we're going to work out your issues live, Keith. Mm -hmm. Oh, I I think we just asked her to tell us something. (laughs) I just like, I go out just to like have fun, not to, I don't know, like be responsible. I'll just go kind of insane and do whatever I want all the time. You like, you like to lose control a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Lose yourself in the music in the moment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But trying to reel it back a little bit now. So now that's why I'm like calling in that I need to like start making some of these changes because this is not leading in a great direction. Okay. So what let's, you know, you've talked a lot of negative about yourself. What, yeah. are, what do you like excel at? What are you, what are your strengths? In relationships or just oh, in, in life? In everything. Yeah. What, what like if you were trying to adverse, advertise yourself in a positive way, how would you do so? Hmm. I'm very passionate. Uh, very loving, outgoing, um, accepting of people. You're a bad girl who is into bad guys, but you're sort of, you, you don't sound like you're too toxic. It just sounds like you're wild. You love to get out there, get your hands dirty, and scoop up every bad boy at the club that you can possibly bring back home to roost. Exactly. And now I'm getting to the point in life where I'm like, I, I don't need to keep going for these insane guys. I'm not a kid anymore. I kind of want something a little bit more serious, Mm -hmm. but I just, I feel like I'm only attracted to these guys that I'm not supposed to have or are just not amazing people. Mm. Gotcha. So uh, what, what I'm hearing is that you want the bad, get bad boy archetype, but with a different personality downloaded into the brain. Now, I've got a couple hot tips here that I think is going to really tickle your fancy. Keith, have you heard of firefighters? Mm. Because they're kind of bad boys in that they fight fire. I I feel like you're straying too far. You aren't listening to her, (laughs) Mars. She, what I'm hearing is you like um, musicians. Yeah. As well. And, And people in like that creative field, but musicians... They need to be the center of attention. They need to be stars. They have tattoos. They're cool. They're Mm -hmm. invited to cool things. They go to cool stuff. What you are looking for in a stable Mm -hmm. relationship is a music engineer. Okay. They're former lead guitarists or lead bass players. Uh They can play drums. They normally are very good at everything. They're very, very smart. They have an actual like career. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're like the studio engineers, the music, uh, the people who no longer are the stars, but the people who are laying down all the tracks on the rest of it. And they're really very cool people Mm -hmm. who still get to go to all those cool experiences. Right. But they're trustworthy. (laughs) Yeah. They're going to the cool things, but they don't need to be out on the dance floor as a foot soldier Mm -hmm. because they're the mastermind. They're Mm -hmm. behind the scenes sort of watching it all take place. And they're still bad. And they're still a little bit bad. Yeah. Yeah. I like that key. Have you tried to date any sound engineers? Sound engineers? No, no, I've yet to yet to do that one. Okay. 
I think sound engineers is a good call, Keith, but I also think that you could go for sort of a big buff bad boy with a heart of gold. Lumberjack. Lumberjack. Lumberjack or firefighter to me is like they're doing things that they might be a little bit bad, but ultimately it's wholesome at its core. It's cutting down trees, which I guess we don't stand, but it is also fighting fires. Well, you have to cut down some trees. You got to cut down some. Some of these guys just won't get out of here. They're just too big. That's going to be the pull quote from the episode. You have to cut down some trees. Well, I'm in Canada, so the lumberjacks here are plentiful. Oh, my God. A Canadian lumberjack kind of sounds pretty hot, if you ask me. Yeah, I'd be down, but I just, I like the challenge. As soon as I, it works out, I lose interest. And look, I've been in this situation before where I feel like I'm I'm going for the challenge uh, card only because I'm like, because if it were to work out, then I would have to be like satisfied. And sometimes that's the scariest thing of all. Yeah, that brings up the experiment thing. Maybe I'm just not ready. <laughs> Maybe you're just not ready to settle down, but not you don't have to settle down yet. But maybe it's important to remember that it's like, yeah, if you are looking for these sort of challenge boys, then have fun. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Challenge yourself away. But when you're looking to settle down, maybe notate the fact that uh, the idea of being in something that seems stable and good uh, seems intimidating. Okay. That was a very good advice. I appreciate it. What is your career? Like, what's your, like, passion that you're doing? <laughs> So I'm a server currently, but I'm actually uh, going for my sommelier and heading into the wine industry. Oh, there are bad wine boys all over the place (laughs) that know a shit ton about wine and that are going to talk your ear off. Aren't they like old little Frenchmen? Are you an old little Frenchman? Bam, Keith. I mean, yeah, a lot of them are, but um, yeah, but maybe a young Frenchman. There's going to be younger ones, and yeah. also like maybe you could become friends with a whiskey distributor. Yeah, Keith, <laughs> I like that. But I think in the alcohol world, there's definitely people that are like, I got into this for the party of it all. But uh oh, I found love. Well, as long as he has tattoos and he likes the ones I do, I'm I'm game. Yeah, you got a one-track mind, but honestly, I respect the hell out of it, Taylor. (laughs) Taylor, thanks so much for calling in. You have a fantastic day. Get out there and find your bad boy with a heart of gold. And when you're looking to settle down, just go for the gold. Will do. Thank you both so much. Bye. Eating food is something I love to do. It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors Delicious Ready to Eat Meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you the two minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be 
delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper, we did one that was like all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic, and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly. These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rafi's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Boom, Keith. You think we did a good job? Another happy customer. I don't feel like Another satisfied patient. I've never thought of sommeliers as being the people who want the bad boy motorcycle DJs. Well, people have multitudes, Keith. I guess so. (laughs) And I, you know what? When people drink wine, they go, "Mm, Mmm, that tastes like dirt. I like it. They get wild. They're like, that's got notes of dirt and piss. Have you ever got... (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Have you ever gotten buck wild drinking wine? Oh, one Thanksgiving. (laughs) 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 I was like... 19 or 20 and I went to my friend's house and now my friend I didn't know him super well I'd gone to high school with him it was one yeah. of those times coming back from college and I was like like high school friends were hanging out and I went to his house and all this time because he'd always dressed like with a met like metal bands with ripped sleeve shirt he always had tussled hair yeah I was like oh this guy's you know like I he's like middle class guy mm-hmm. middle lower middle class family that was just the vibes I got from him and I went to his house and he was the richest kid i apparently knew <laughs> he had a <laughs> ridiculous mansion and he just dressed that way as sort of a counterculture to right. his parents and his lifestyle yeah. and i was like oh wow you're loaded which <laughs> just blew my mind uh and we were we like showed up after thanksgiving and they were like drinking wine and so they gave us wine and the dad oh, got wow. so drunk he's like we should drink the good wine and i was like <sighs> Should we? <laughs> and he started pulling down like three hundred dollar, oh five hundred dollar bottles of wine, and yeah. we were just drinking it. Oh, that's and the I was best. too young to appreciate it. Yeah, and I got super drunk. Yeah, I just feel like I've never, I've never really, um, I've never gotten deep into wine. But maybe you know, maybe I should. I like wine. Yeah, it's good. I feel like I want to know more about it because it's a fancy man thing. But I don't. I, I feel like much like coffee, mechanical keyboards. I think that if I just 
got opened up into that world, I'd be deeply into I it. I think you could fall down a hole. But, and the well. But there's definitely something that every person goes through at like age 25 and above <laughs> where someone hands you a wine list and you're like, okay, now to pretend I know what to do with this. No fucking <laughs> and idea. And then they do the, who's tasting? And someone points to you and you're like, oh, fucking fuck. Fuck. Yes, yeah. me. I will pretend that I'm going to say anything but yes to whatever you serve me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as if I was going to say no. <laughs> like, what would I do? Say, I don't like it. No. If I don't like it, it's my fault. If Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I don't like it, that's on me. I shouldn't have ordered it because that's taste, a character. That's what it's supposed to taste like. It could taste like total shit i had one time <gasps> where i said i think something's wrong with this and i was correct really every so often every so often a bottle will basically get almost carbonated oh. by being like the pressure in it when it's bottled is wrong and yeah. it actually is carbonated and it was red wine and i yeah. was like this red wine tastes bubbly and they were like it does and like it does and then becky took a say like it does and like oh. hmm, that's wrong let me that's- get you another bottle and i was like wow I felt like a star. That's huge yeah. for the for the psalm to be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But my friends, um, my friends Kelly and Zach came over to my house one time, and it was really early on in friendship. I had met once before, but I was like, it was like a, a sparkling, fun friendship. I was like, ooh, so excited to be friends with these new friends. Mm. They came over to our house for a party, and uh, they brought a sparkling red, and I was like, oh my, this is so cool. And we start chatting, and they've been at the party for maybe 30 seconds. And I go, let me open this up. Let's all pour ourselves a glass. Uh, and they go, well, it was rolling around just a little, so it might just be a little extra carbonated. As soon as I twist it once, it boom, explodes foam, foam all over me, bright red foam because it's sparkling red and it fucking carbonated in the, like as soon as the pressure was released, it went and like expanded all over me. It looked like I had been shot in the chest. <laughs> it was crazy. And they just immediately were like, we have to go. They felt so bad, oh, but no. it was it was so funny. And we all died laughing and uh, they're with some of my closest friends, but it was just like the sparkling red that explodes. It was, uh, yeah, it I was, didn't, I wouldn't expect it to foam like a root beer. It did almost like, but it was like thick, yeah, thick foam. Like a root beer. I guess like a root beer. All right, we've got, um, oh, this is going to be classic because you always talk about your daddy stuff with, without a recipe, uh-huh. right? Is this a daddy issue thing? This is about a dad gift. Oh. What to get a daddy. Hi, Miles. So my problem is I do not know what to get my dad for Christmas. He's given me it's and my classic. sister like a couple ideas of like some tools and stuff that he needs because he's no. like handy. Yeah, no. But it's so expensive and I don't have a lot of money. So I need cheap ideas that he will like. Get him a get. gun. Thanks for calling in. No, I'm just kidding. We're gonna give <laughs> don't get him a gun. Don't get gun. Him a gun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we'll give her a call here. Get him a gun. He can rob and get whatever tools he wants for any price. Hello. Hello. Thanks for calling in. We heard you had a daddy that needed a gifty. I do. I'm here with Keith Habersberger, freelance sidekick of the day. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Jesus, Keith. Oh, hi. Come on, say hello. Hi. I said hi. I have a question. First off, you said you don't have a lot of money. What's your budget? Yeah. What's your budget? What's the budget? Let's start figuring this out. Yeah. Maybe like 50 at the most. 50. 50 is a great amount for a gift. That's a good gift. Okay. Yeah. Does your dad like to eat? <laughs> yeah. Does he like meat or yeah. nah? Yeah. Yeah. Now tell us what your relationship is like with your daddy and what type of archetype does he fill? Yeah. 
Um, well, he like flips houses and stuff, and he has like an Etsy shop that he makes wood products and things like that. Oh, so I know it'd be cool to like get him something for that, but all the things that he says he wants for that are like really expensive. Does he have a big butane torch? I don't know. Yeah, that is he a cooker? Does he like to cook or uh, cook for your family, or is he mostly just sort of in the wood game? Mostly just in the wood game. And your relationship is like what? Are you guys close or is it sort of like, dad, who are you? This stranger that has birthed me, you know? I'd say somewhere in the middle of close and stranger. Gotcha. Classic dad relationships. This is a classic dad relationship. You can't quite get a grip on it. Well, obviously, my first suggestion is for you to buy my hot sauce. It's a great gift for dads. That's I always right, say it's Gabe. a good gift for hat. It's a great gift for dads. Yeah. You get three bottles. Mm-hmm. I think with the shipping, it's like 36 or $38. What a steal. Well under budget. You can use that last $12 to buy him a bucket of fried chicken. Yeah. So I think that that's a good place to start, Keith. <laughs> but if you don't want to support me. If you don't want to support Keith, but <laughs> you do, I find that the gifts I get for my dad sometimes are Quick fixes to problems that I've noticed he has. Ooh. I'm sure that my dad's listening to this. Mm-hmm. And one gift I got him, my dad was like, he was using l- cheap little Apple ear pods. For, for years, he would watch TV shows on his laptop. And he would always have one of them hanging out because he was like, well, I like to hear if in case anyone's sneaking up on me, in case an assassin or something is coming up. He wants to be able to, you know, mm-hmm. crack the neck of the assassin. So he would have one ear pod. So I got him open back over-the-ear headphones. So not only is it great sound quality, I was working at a headphone store at the time, but you can also hear everything that's going on outside and the sound quality is fantastic. And that was a great gift. He's still, to this day, is using them. So is there any problems your dad has that Mm. we can fix right now with the power of market capitalism? Mm. Honestly, anything that he needs to buy for himself, he just gets anyways, and then he just debuts it without letting any of us know like he just bought a pair of slippers and just walked out and we're all like oh where'd you get those slippers oh, and okay. yeah he just bought like a foot massage like he just buys anything for himself your, your dad loves to relax is the image i'm getting slippers <laughs> a foot massager of. Slippers. this is yeah. a daddy that loves to freaking tuck in i think a good dad gift for this type of thing did your, did your dad drink yeah I think that a bottle of little, yeah, I mean, you didn't seem that enthusiastic about (laughs) this. Yeah, yeah, sure. (laughs) Honestly, Keith, my brain has been slowly working since we started this call. Yeah. And I've got it. What is it? What do you get for a daddy that has it all? A grab dag. Ooh. (laughs) A grab. A little bit of of it all for the dag that you're going to get a bag. You give him a little gift parcel and you get him a bunch of those fancy little airplane bottles of fancy whiskey. And then you also get him okay. a fucking shart ton of batteries mm-hmm. and you get him maybe like a little flashlight. You could get him a little bath bomb. It does seem like your daddy likes to relax. You could get him a, a musky mm-hmm. candle mm. for his sort of dad evening activities. One of those small shooters of fireball whiskey. Ooh, small yeah. shooter of fireball whiskey. A, a wooden spoon that's just a fish spatula that's just so nice. A tank of propane from Lowe's. <laughs> a tank of propane in the thing. I think you should just get him a couple, like sometimes honestly, 
a bunch of small stuff is better than one big thing. Obviously, it requires a little bit more effort on your part to put it all in the grab dag, but I think that it's going to be worth it. Right, right. Like stocking stuffers, but make it like one big. Yeah, stocking stuffer, but make it stuff. And make it fun like those lol surprise toys for kids and individually wrap every little thing (laughs) in the bag. Oh, yeah. And wrap it a few times. He would be so annoyed by that. Yes. Yeah. But the joy Mm -hmm. that he'll have when he thinks back on it and be like, oh, that was kind of funny. Yeah, he's going to love it. And he'll never forget. No. You could also just promise to go with him to Lowe's for the next 10 times he goes. Oh, that's not bad either. You're like, you want yeah. a Lowe's, buddy? Daddy daughter time at the Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Slash Lowe's. Slash Lowe's. We prefer Lowe's. We prefer Lowe's, yeah. We don't like Home Depot anymore. Yeah. Although sometimes right, Home right. Depot is, more does have what it's you need. Bigger, more Lowe's, I know. So that's I tough. know. It's a whole. <sighs> but yeah, I think that the grab dag is going to be uh, yeah. what you're going to want to lead with. Um, but it does seem like your dad's a guy who likes to relax on the low. Mm-hmm. And I find for somebody of that stage or coffee is also good. Mm-hmm. Like a nice little coffee mug or a nice little, you know, all this stuff. This could all go in the grab. Oh, yeah. what about that Ember mug? Oh, Those aren't Keith. 50 bucks. They're though. not. 50 They're like bucks. 85. Bucks. Oh, sweetie. 120. They're 120. <laughs> Damn. But they are worth it. I yeah. think that's the, like arguably the best gift Would of all time. Would you sell her your Ember mug for 50 bucks? Absolutely not. I wouldn't part with it for a thousand. I would, but I, I, <laughs> I, I actually have two. Ember mugs. I have the Ember mug traveling. Oh, so and you have... can just give one to me. That's... You don't need two. No, because See? you need two to do the proper two-cup Ember experience. Ember's really got to fucking start shoveling money. I have, yeah, feel like I are... have personally converted yeah. so many people to get this. Thing. I didn't even know about it. There's an Ember I travel and there's an Ember regular. I put one, I make a Chemex, one cup goes in the Ember regular, one cup goes in the Ember travel. So as soon as I'm done with the first cup, I have a piping hot cup on the second cup. And you get to dial in the exact temperature. What temperature do you like? 135. Is that how that must burn your mouth? No, no, no. It's perfect, Keith. It's exactly under the temperature that would burn my mouth. You know, I know that from countless experiments, (laughs) countless experiments of burning my mouth in my house. Did you like put it 136? (laughs) Oh, yep, that's a burn. That's too hot. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Well, anyway, we hope the grab dag was good enough for your dad. So happy Christmas. And if you forget to do it, just get some. Yeah. Keith soap. Keith's hot Keith's sauce. Hot sauce. Keith's hot sauce. Keith's hot sauce. Keith's hot sauce. Keith's hot sauce for dads. Mm-hmm. How's that Both for good promotion? Options, yeah. yeah, it's pretty good. Keith's hot sauce for dads. <laughs> the only hot sauce that your dad's that your dad's gonna <laughs> say, Who's this guy? Who's <laughs> this <laughs> This guy's from the internet? It's like a bunch of dads. Oh boy, I guess thanks. <laughs> oh boy. I wonder if it's good. Um thanks for calling and you have a great day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. All right, here we go. This is someone who's suffering from an evil stepsister. Suffering. Suffering. Cinderella over here. That's right. Cinderella, give me one more time. Hey, yo, Miles, and associate freelance sidekick. I have a big problem for you to solve. Uh, I have a kind of sort of stepsister who's about to come into town for the week. And boy, did she make it feel like hell around here. She's kind of an asshole. So I was wondering if you had any advice on how me and my sister should deal with her. Um, let me know. This okay, is bye. Fun. This one's Very spicy. Fun. Spicy. There's a villain that needs to be vanquished. I want. I just want to ask what they've done. I know. I don't really right? want to give advice. I you just want to hear the tea. <laughs> Keith wants the hot hot goss. <laughs> to me, it's like yeah. Sometimes you just got to get that goss, Keith. Tell me what's so bad about them. Oh, she's gonna tell you. 
Hello. Thanks for hey, calling in to Burbank Prison. Oh, my God. It's hey. your host, Miles Monsignore, and I'm here with Keith Habersberger. What's up? Now, tell me. Oh, my God, Keith. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> How you doing? It's- oh my, I'm going to put you on speakerphone. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Hi. How's hi. it going? Are we talking to both sisters right now? Yeah. Or maybe there's more? Um, yeah. Okay, we're with both sisters. Now, tell us about the problem that you have. You have an evil stepsister that's coming into town? Yes. Well, I want to know the top three worst things she's ever done. Rank them. Okay, so we don't know her, like, super well. We've only been around her a couple times because she doesn't live with us. Okay. Um, she lives on the other side of the country. So it's my mom's boyfriend's daughter. Got it. Okay, and so you're not actually... So you're not related to She's not your stepsister No, not yet. totally. She's just a girl. Got it. Yeah. Right. But, like, probably going to be stepsister. Oh, it's it's getting serious. Okay, now... Uh, yeah. Now, I, I, we're teetering... We're teetering dangerously close because there's two of you and there's one of, her, one of her. We're teetering dangerously close to her being Cinderella and there's two evil stepsisters. <laughs> yeah. So I want to make sure we're not in that territory. What now, has she done what that's so she, bad? Yeah, she's always cleaning the <laughs> okay, floors <so> wrong. <laughs> no, 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 no. She brought me nuts when everyone knows I like chips. <laughs> <laughs> no, so she came last Christmas, yeah, and she was just kind of really, really rude and disrespectful towards us, and like we welcomed in her into our home, and she we were like trying to be really nice and involve her with stuff, mm-hmm. and she was just really rude. She kind of like, like um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of everything. Kind of like sexist. Mm-hmm. She's really yeah. She she makes a lot of like passive aggressive like mean girl comments about like. Um, our opinions on stuff like she'll make like digs like oh like I don't like the color pink it's not a badass color and like my bedroom's all colors pink got it she's kind of got an emo vibe a little goth vibe she's opposite she's like a gym girly and she's like really Republican (laughs) oh you hate to see that Uh you hate to see a Republican gym girly yeah no that's not what we want what what is the political affiliation of your family my mom's very uh, Republican, but me and my sister are a lot more like uh, left leaning. Nice. Yeah, that's and good. And I'm gay, so <laughs> right. Yeah, that makes if it. If you're good. gay, uh, that it's a better party to be a part of. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I would say it's definitely yeah, a, a better, bit. better situation. Okay, well, so here's the thing: you don't want to. Um, you want to try to figure out a way to get through the holidays. But also, you don't want to be in your house and have this weird stepsister making problems for you and making you feel belittled, yes? Yeah, luckily, she's only here for a week. She's not going to be here on Christmas, but she'll be here the week, like, next week. Oh, yeah, she does try to divide the family a little bit. She tries to divide the family? She's a mole. She's not happy. She's not happy with the fact that her dad is living with us. And she doesn't where does like she that. live? <laughs> yeah, where she live? She lives with her. She lives on the other side of the country where, with her mom and her boyfriend or something like that. Oh, uh, so, I mean, and that's on her. She could live over here if she wanted to. So, oh, I see. got it. Now, I feel like um, to me, you might have to uh, kill her with a little bit of kindness and spice. Now, first, okay. you got to <laughs> give her the kindness, right? You don't have mm-hmm. to be not. You don't have to be um, friends with her, but I think being friendly with her is probably going to 
get you more goodwill than uh, than trying to like be passive aggressive back to her, right? Like obviously she's the one yeah. being rude, but I think that it might uh, create more of an issue if she's like, I don't like the color pink. And we're like, yeah, well, we don't like you. And you guys sort of put your arms <laughs> together and stand back to back. Like, yeah, Mary-Kate and Ashley like, or something. Yeah. yeah. Mary-Kate and Ashley style. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that you're going to want to ask her questions about her life because that's going to hu- that's going to put you in good graces because honestly, narcissistic people generally like talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if yeah, you can just so be like, right. hey, what have you been up to recently? She's going to go off and she's going to be like, wow, we had a really good talk. But honestly, the real secret, she was the only one that did the talking. But what if Miles? What's going on with you lately? She says, nothing. You're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, anything going on at school? No. All right, cool. Good talk. <laughs> like you don't have to put yeah. you don't have to put in that much effort. It's tough. It's I, a passive effort. What I'm hearing is it sounds like, you know, both of you have complicated family dynamics, mm-hmm. especially cuz you're living yeah. with her dad, but she's just your mom's boyfriend. There's no like act this Ain't no ring on no finger. Ain't yet. no ring on that finger. She's also living nope. with her mom no, with some other boyfriend. Uh-huh. I think probably that and is she an only child? Uh, yes, yes. So she's sort of like spinning and like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what family dynamics are. I've got to go across the country and stay with these two sisters who have each other and they're happy and they don't probably like me and I don't even want to go, but right. I have to go because my got to see my dad for the holidays and I do want to see my dad. <laughs> yeah, She's probably miserable. <laughs> and, yeah. And I don't like, I don't know what the actual advice here is for you other mm-hmm. than I think you should try to do something nice for her. Yeah. And if she takes the bait, it'll make it an easy week. Exactly. And if she doesn't, you don't have to be nice to her anymore. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. It's okay. like, you want to do the due diligence. So in the court of family, you can't be like, well, you were also being rude. Like you yeah. don't want to create a situation yeah. where you're being toxic back, but you do want to put in just a little bit of effort. And if that effort is squashed by this evil stepsister, then you don't have to continue putting effort anymore. But you have to at the very least go yeah. into the situation being kind and empathetic to the situation that she probably doesn't want to be there anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, do you know what her Not, I love fav- you know what her favorite food is? Yeah, what's her favorite food? Probably like beef. Oh, I have no idea. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe you could ask the boyfriend father that you have yes and see if you can eke out something that she would like so that like the day she comes in yeah she arrives to something that is very thoughtful from you uh-huh. and then okay if that's she's a good idea. you know she's a huge bitch after that <laughs> you you <laughs> clearly went out of your way to do something nice and you can be like okay well yeah we <laughs> got you DiGiorno stuffed crust pizza yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll try. We'll put in the effort at first. And if it doesn't go off, well, we'll just give up after that. Yeah. And if nothing else, it's a week long. You yeah. two have each other. You That's can right. just try to play nice in front of her. And then you can talk mean about her when she's gone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Talking behind someone's back can be an actually a good and, thing. You know, life is, some people suck. You can't do anything some about people it. You can suck. try. Yeah, and if, you're right. Yeah. All you can do is try. From the from one of the tri- from guys. one of the tri boys, yeah. Sometimes you just gotta try. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta try. Well, thank you so much for calling yep. in, Mary Kate and Ashley. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Now be careful thank with you. all your crazy international adventures. Be crazy. Have fun. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. 
you can be you always have to lead with empathy and then follow it up with spice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can you can definitely go into almost every situation being empathetic and thoughtful about that person's feelings and actions, but it's like okay, once you've done it for just a teensy bit of time, then it's like there's no like I'm not going to, yeah. you know. You can like, be like, look, I tried to be nice to you. You didn't yeah. want it. So just let's just not talk. Yeah. We don't have to now. <laughs> we don't yeah. have to hang out. We don't have to hang out at all. You can go to the movies every day. Right. We'll see. We'll see when you get back. Exactly. But I think that like, but I do find often with people like that, if you put in just a little bit of base effort, you don't have to be best friends. But no. if you put in a little bit of base effort. And a lot can change in a year. Oh, that's they true. I haven't seen her in a year. It could be like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Maybe right? she's totally changed. The summer that changed our lives. Because I don't know how old they are. But it sounded to me like they were late high school or college. college. Yeah. And that's a real time of growth for people. Oh, people my God. really change. Absolutely. All right, Keith. Well, we've got one more question here. It's a dating question. <gasps> now, both of you and I are married. Yeah. We've, we've are, dated. We've dated. Once or twice. And we were so good at it that we won. We, yeah. We beat we, it. We, yeah, ended the dating game. We ended the dating hey, game. Hey, Miles. Um, I have kind of a time-sensitive problem here. I'm supposed to go on a date with this guy tonight, (gasps) but I showed a picture of him to my friend, and she has already matched with him on a different app. I matched with him on Hinge. (laughs) She matched with him on Tinder. He's been hitting her up on Tinder at like 2 a.m., wanting her to come over. She has not met him, but now I'm like, can I go on a date with this man? Please help me. Bye. We need more details. This is the spice I've been looking for. You should look for that god. They're on the date. I talked to him. Hello. Hello. You called perfect person because you've got a Tinder swindler on your hands. I really do, Miles. I need help here. I'm here with Keith Habersberger, (laughs) freelance sidekick of the day. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hey, Keith. He's sort of one of the internet guys. He's probably how you know who I am. Wow. I don't know. You might not know him. Maybe not. Um, okay. So, uh, all right. We got. We need some more details. So yeah. tell us in your own word what's going on. And also, yeah. what was the context of his messages to your friend? So I've been messaging this guy for like maybe two weeks-ish. Um, and we've just been, we've been chatting back and forth. It's been going well. And then scheduled a date for tonight at seven. And then got it. my friend Jayla um, asked to see a picture of this guy. Right. So I'm like, Ooh, yes. Going out with him. It's going to be great. Show her a picture. She goes, Oh no, Molly. I know this guy. (laughs) Yeah. So I show her a picture of him. She's like, okay, Molly, he's been like messaging me. So he's, she's on Tinder. I'm on hinge. So we're on different apps. Got it. Um, so on Tinder, I feel like that's more of the hookup-y, Sure. See what are where are you at mm-hmm. kind of thing, and Hinge is more of the relationshipy kind of thing is right. where I'm at. Um, so on Tinder, he's been messaging her like, "Hey, what are you doing at like 2 a.m.?" And mm-hmm. yeah, so then I'm like, "Well, shit, the date is in um, three hours. Haven't messaged the man yet. I I don't know what to do." Okay, so here's my first thought. Um, we're just launching full force investigation into this, by the way. I yeah. want you to know the Perfect Person Corporation <laughs> is, is taking this quite seriously. <laughs> so, Thank you. Um, Thank you. Uh, so, I feel supported. Um, so are his messages to her um, sketchy other than the fact that he was just asking her what she was up to at 2 a.m.? Or were, there, were they scummy in other ways? Or was it mostly just that he was 
asking late at night, which is obviously like maybe that's a, that's most likely that's like definitely a booty call, like booty a call you hours, up, like you a up, hey, you up thing. You up. But other than that, was there scumminess to them? No, no. It was just like you okay. up. It's two a.m. Whatever. Okay. And now. they. Oh, also crucial detail: they have never met us. Okay, got it. Okay. I feel so, like that's crucial. As yeah. someone who was in the game, mm-hmm. I actually think yes, that this is okay evidence that mm-hmm. you presented. I don't think that this nullifies his case. Yeah. I think that it's like if you're in college yeah. and you're on date, are you guys in college? No, we're like 25, 26. Okay, but we're, got it. we're in the date. All of us, we have a group chat of girls that are all like single. Yeah. dating right we're on the apps we're doing the things mm-hmm. okay so if you're single you're dating you're getting out there i actually don't think that messaging someone late at night that you like had matched with that you've been messaging is it the classiest move no but hey sometimes class is out of session Keith. yeah <laughs> uh-huh. um so i i also agree with miles i think here's the thing he's not in a relationship yeah and he yeah. is on dating apps to meet people uh-huh and right. he is you know, at two in the morning, apparently sometimes he's horny. Hey, hey, I bet same. I bet some of the people hey, in your group thread there. are. Keith, too. I'm, I'm willing to admit sometimes at two in the morning, I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, yeah. And I think if you have had nice conversations with a guy for two weeks, but you're not in a relationship with him, he's probably, and you are probably also messaging other people yeah. in this right. time. And you're like yeah. trying to find someone you might be interested in right? because you don't know if this person you're going on a date with is right, but you're going to go on a date with them. And that's a cool, huge step. Yeah. Now, obviously, if you go on this date, do yeah. not mention this, that he, you know that he's messaging your yes. friends because then now you get to right. test him after the fact. Yeah. Because your friend is a spy right. now. Uh-huh. You have all the leverage. That's right. You just go on the date. Mm-hmm. If you have a great time, awesome. But you find out if he's still <laughs> like, and is, is it, if, if it goes yeah. on and progresses to become something more serious, mm-hmm. then you should probably be like, hey, uh, I'm going to probably stop messaging other people on my apps. That's right. I don't know if you are ready to do that too, but I'd like to keep going on dates with you. Mm -hmm. And I personally, out of just good faith as a promise to you, I'm not going to message anybody else because I like you. Yeah. And then maybe he will say the same thing. Maybe he won't, but you have an inside Mm -hmm. man. Yeah. And and look in the wild west of dating, it's like people be messaging each other. They're getting all over the place. Yeah. So it's like, I think this is actually kind of a good thing because you're like, Oh, okay. All right. I've got a little a little mm-hmm. background detail. Mm-hmm. And obviously the date's going to decide a lot. But if the date goes well, I wouldn't use this as uh, negative in your mind. This is just kind of how it do be. Hang it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I would say. Yeah. Well, and this is single life too. I think yeah. that's what I was telling my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're, each all other. we're all messaging people. Yeah. You know? That's right. And I think, yeah, it like, even if you, you know, go on this date and it goes great and he messages your friend. In three days, uh-huh. I don't think that's necessarily a bad sign. Yeah. I think that's just mm-hmm. what internet dating is. Yes. And I think once yeah. you have gone on so true. five dates or something, yeah. you know, like, and it's maybe you're yeah. like, oh, once you're like, you know, calling each other every day or yeah. trying to see each other multiple mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. a week, I think then 
yeah, I don't want you like messaging other people. Well, I think it's just about communication. Mm-hmm. So it's like when something gets a little bit more serious, then you make the decision to talk to them about, hey, I'm probably going to delete my apps. But I also think that you can't know that they've done that until you've had that conversation, if, mm-hmm. especially if it's only been a couple of days. Because right. there's also like so many different types of casual dating. There's people that are just casually dating like several people at the same time. Yeah. There's people who are only locking it in for one and they're casually dating that one person. You just kind of got to like feel it out after a couple dates and then maybe talk about it if it feels right. Yeah. I think just compare them to yourself. Yeah. If you are still going to message somebody after your date with him, you Mm -hmm. can't be upset if he's messaging someone else Mm -hmm. after their date with you. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is a big self-reflective moment. (laughs) Great. Yeah. That's what he's And I think though, you know, you wouldn't know this information if this hadn't happened to be a situation where your friend you yeah. know, matched with them too, yeah. just go try to have a fun date. Try not to think about this other thing. Try to actually connect with a person uh-huh. in real life because that's the most fun type of connection you can have. Just get to know them. Totally. And then yeah. it, it, maybe you hate them. <laughs> maybe you hate maybe them. Maybe he sucks in your yeah. life what? and then you get to Won't be the inside man so for your fun? friend. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. And now b- besides yeah. being horny at 2 a.m., what, what else do we know about this guy? <laughs> Um, well, honestly, it was kind of fun because he uses different pictures on Tinder. So I got to see both oh. his Tinder profile and his Hinge profile. Oh, so you now. got to see his hot bod, um, too. Yeah, his body pics. Yes, I did. Yes. Um, he did yeah. have the same main picture, which I thought was very funny. Um, but he's, what, is, what do I know about him? He's a software engineer. He's 27. He's only cute with a beard, without the beard. He looks like a child. I'm sorry if that's mean. No, it's true for me, too. It's true for me, too. It's okay. Look, I'll say it. I'm horny at 2 a.m., and I also look like a baby without a beard. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay okay to have your preferences. Yeah, he seems nice. You know. Yeah, that's good. I think it'll be fine. Where are you guys going? Um, we're going to this little, well, I guess now that I am going, we are going to this little cocktail bar place. Oh, I love. Usually I'm a beer girl, but we'll, we'll go for cocktails. Love What kind of cocktail. cocktail do you think you're going to get? Yeah, that's a good question, Keith. Well, I've been to this place before and they have a like bartender's choice thing. So you oh. just tell them, I want a gin cocktail mm. that is more forward and then they just make you something oh, and it's like sixteen dollars yeah so i would love me. for him to buy that for me yeah. i love a bar where you just t- i went to a bar and they were just like tell us adjectives and we'll sixteen dollars you must live in a city yeah do you live in brooklyn yeah we're in seattle ain't no rural yeah. town yeah. <laughs> ain't no rural town with a 16 no you're in a real city well yeah. that's fine at least you have some st- cool stuff to do in Seattle. Yeah. Great yeah. music. There's lots of concerts yeah. you can go see together. There's other ways to bond after this. Totally. After yeah. this cocktail. Yeah. That's damn right, Keith. Exactly. Get him yeah. to buy you something tasty to eat too. Oh yeah. Make you sure you get a f- make sure he fills you up. Drinking a meal. At least a bite. At least a bar bite. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Make yeah, sure you get like a, a software like a engineer. He's got money. Here, so. He's oh. got enough money I know. That's what I'm to saying. buy you things. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. In Seattle too. Okay. Yeah. I know. Well, but also how crazy that we're in Seattle, this giant city, and it's the same guy. I don't get it. It's not that crazy. It's not that you crazy. and your friend probably have some similar interests. Therefore, yeah. like probably That's the algorithm thinks you're the same person. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, oh, these two people. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, have fun on yeah. this date and uh, let us know how it goes. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for the advice. Thanks for coming back. Absolutely. Have guys. a good one. Have fun. Bye-bye. 
I feel like we knocked that one out of the park. Keith, that was hot. <laughs> I think we were fumbling all over the place with we, these other people. And this one, we really crushed it. Keith, we, we got in there. <laughs> we put our little gun straight up into the TV and we hit Duck Hunt. Yeah. I I just played Big Bug Hunter the other day. You did? Uh-huh, with Becky. Oh, Big Bug Hunter is good, but it's broken in a lot of bars. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually have good advice for us people who are late 20s, early yeah. 30s. Yeah, yeah. Go on a high school date. What I mean by oh, that that's is so fun. Go mini golfing. Yeah. Go to an arcade mm-hmm. and go to a shitty Italian restaurant. That's great. Go advice. on a date that you would have gone on if you were like 19 oh, or 17. That is such good advice because that stuff is so fun. It's really fun. And we even like, you know, we played some games where we were against each other, but then we yeah. played games where we were like on the same team. And it was just like a very fun way to spend 20 bucks and yeah. like blow like 45 minutes. And we went to that thing that's kind of like Dave and Buster's that's in Burbank round yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was great. Yeah. Was time. We, and during the day we had gone mini golfing because it was like super nice weather. <laughs> and we just like had a stumbled into a high school day date and it was really lovely. Yeah. And Where'd I you go to dinner. We went to this shitty little Italian place. Uh, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't yeah. bad. It was very affordable. And they poured yeah. way too full a glass of wine for me. Oh, yeah. And it was awesome. To the brim. It was like way too much. <laughs> I was like, I'll have like a glass of this Merlot she recommended. It was easily a glass and a half. It was like a lot of wow, wine. Wow. Yeah. It was great. And they had like tiramisu that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like Buka? No, it was like a little corner thing that we thought was going to be good, and it wasn't bad, but it wasn't it was like fine, yeah. good. It wasn't right. like a nice Italian restaurant. It was like totally fine, and yeah. actually, what I had was tasty. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it reminded me of like a high school date. Like this would have been the best I could have afforded. Yeah, you know, like I this would have been like, oh man, forty five dollars for a dinner. I don't know. About yeah, that. right. I don't know if I can afford that. I'll be so fucking worried when I would take a girl to dinner in high school. And I have like two $20 bills in my pocket, just hoping to God it doesn't break like, 50. You order first. Yeah. I'll order based off oh, after you. Oh, hmm, you got the steak pasta? Yeah, I'm just going to have the calamari to go, yeah, actually. Actually, yeah. Um, I'm good. I'm not that hungry. You got, do you guys still do that um, deal? Yeah. Any deals? Any deal? Anything on here that's Anything like cheaper than it says it is? Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah. Applebee's would also be a good high school date. Just going to a Chili's or something like that. But I really think doing some silly activity that everyone else there is going to be in high school is really fun. Oh, that's really nice. Mm -hmm. Well, Keith, that brings us to the last segment of our show. (gasps) A segment we like to call Get Real. Uh Uh-oh. Where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. Keith's harmonizing. Keith, nice. we've been around the world together. Mm-hmm. You've parted in Vegas. We've parted in New York. Yeah. We've parted in Australia. Mm-hmm. Is there a lesson that you feel like you've learned as a business owner, as a boss, over the last five years, half a decade mm-hmm. of having your new company? Is there a lesson that you're like, that's something that I would tell people about my journey as a businessman and as a boss is there a lesson i've learned being a boss yeah uh i think that yeah there's i think small gestures can mean a lot to people yeah for sure and i think it's great when you can find an opportunity to do something nice for someone Mm -hmm. for no reason other than it'd be nice to do that yeah uh 
and they'll really appreciate it more than you think they will. Totally. Oh yeah, that's really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that that's a good thing to remember. It's like everyone likes little, and I think that that actually falls outside of uh, outside of outside of work too. But I think as a boss, like it yeah. definitely applies. But like, yeah, even times where like you've brought in uh, donuts. Yeah. No, totally. Oh it's my gosh. It's really nice. It's yeah. like a oh, someone else thought of me today. Right. Yeah. Uh, or if like someone, I, I even <laughs> gave Jack the ability to have a hundred dollar dumpling budget. At oh work. yeah, that's right. And that I was just fun. like, just when you think we should have dumplings, yeah. you could, you get it. You get it. And you have a hundred dollars you can spend <laughs> as, as often as you think we need them. Just do it. Just it'll make everyone happy. It'll, yeah. it'll. You get to be the person who brings people joy. That's right. And uh, it'll be fun. Yeah, I love that. No, I think small gestures really go a long way, especially when it's, yeah, when food or uh, or even just like little gifties. I was thinking about the mm-hmm. other day and I was just like, if someone gets me a pen that's like, oh, just nice pen, mm-hmm. it makes me feel great. Any mm-hmm. sort of little gift like that, I feel good about. Mm-hmm. Like Sarah will bring me little gifties or like sometimes I'll bring my friends like, oh, here's like a bag of coffee. Or something like that. Yeah. Just apropos of nothing, mm-hmm. it really like puts a multiplier on the friendship for the week, mm-hmm. I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Little things or even like it can be as small as I heard this band that you told me about once, totally. finally, and yeah. they're really cool. Right. And they'll be like, oh, you listened to me when I talked about that band? <laughs> that was so nice of you. Like yeah. just little things like that, I think, are No, I think that's a great nice. point. Yeah, and I, I actually, uh, yeah, I often am finding myself wanting to text people out of the blue as a little gift as well. Mm-hmm. Not that my texts are a gift, but like, and I think I'm thinking of you thing from mm-hmm. someone I haven't talked to in several years. I find is really nice. Well, Keith, thank you so much for doing the show. It was a blast. I appreciate you coming on down. Yeah, to the- I hope we helped people. Keith, we changed lives today. That girl is gonna get her dad the grab dad. I hope she gets the grab dad and wraps them all obnoxiously. <laughs> I actually think that a stocking stuffer should be every, everything in the stocking should be wrapped. Yeah. I know that's a waste of paper. Oh, no, I agree. But I think it's fun to, even if it's like a little t- mini bottle of alcohol or whatever, opening it like a little paper is really fun. Yeah. Nice. Except that like my parents always give my brothers and I like the same things in the stocking. <laughs> so, you know, so like he unwrapped that. We, we <laughs> literally will be like, all right, everybody pick out the thing that feels the same and we'll just open it at the same time because otherwise right. someone will do it. I'm like, and you'll put it like, oh, well, this is my toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't right. opened it yet, but I, I have a feeling that's a toothbrush. <laughs> um, well, Keith, anything to plug on the show? Yeah, of course. Uh, Lou Berger, check out our off Broadway show. If you're in the Northeast uh, in March, oh, yeah. or are you looking for an excuse to go to New York? Mm-hmm. You can see my show you can see other shows too new york's a great place to be and i'll be there when it's freezing cold but hey it's gonna get a little bit warmer every day (laughs) that's right so come see it and uh, otherwise just the hot sauce is actually a really good gift for dads uncles brothers mothers aunts it's weird and also if you live with them it's a gift for yourself I know. I actually, I, I've been meaning to re up. I haven't. I, I meant to bring you a three pack today, just because <laughs> I had it by the shit. door and I forgot it. I'll bring you one at work this week. Right, that cool. light is really giving you. Yeah, let me tell you something. In case people viewer viewer uh, viewers of the video have noticed, there are two things that are annoying about the studio that I'm fixing. Both of them recently. One, the wide camera rolls out, so right now there's no wide camera. Right, rolls out every thirty minutes. These two cameras are shittier than that camera, but they roll forever. Yeah. And so I have it. I have a new camera on the way. The other thing is this used to be a garage, so that's a motion sensor light. 
Oh. Which is so stupid. Yeah. So I am replacing that light fixture, but I have to like flip the breaker to do it, and I just haven't done that yet. Yeah. Electricians. Yeah. It's a whole thing. You got to get them in. You got to make big changes. Oh, I think I can do You that. have anything to plug? Um, yeah, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, subscribe to the Patreon for bonus episodes oh, and premium episodes. What else I want to plug? Yeah. The Without a Recipe Live, which is a super cool, it's a ticketed event. Uh, and I know that may, maybe that's a hard decision to, to purchase mm-hmm. something, but I want to remind everybody we put out over a hundred and I think 225 pieces of free content a year as Woo! a company. That's right. So and, you know, you know, maybe we're trying to recoup some losses from some traumatic <laughs> events that maybe had happened this this year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think it'll be really fun. And we're the I think we're the first company that has ever done a live cooking competition with live voting. I don't oh. think anyone's ever done that before. Yeah, that's really so cool. you get to be a part of the first time this has happened ever, wow. which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I didn't know that they were going to be voting on the winner. Yeah, that's fucking rad. Isn't that cool? Yeah, nobody's cool. no Food Network's never done a live cooking uh-uh. competition with voting. Yeah, that's cool. Fucking Fox hasn't done it. <laughs> they they all pre-tape and they vote and then they like announce a winner maybe, but they don't right. do it all as one big live show. So that's it's cool and it's going to yeah. be hard for us to do <laughs> that's gonna be difficult so check it out awesome anyway well um check out keith at keith tabs on uh, everything on everything check out me at miles bond on everything and until next time perfection is only a call away that was a hit gum podcast <laughs>